everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Curious Conscious, where we spread knowledge and love one voice at a time. I'm your host, Nakia Banks. Today is June 1st, 2020. I know it's a lot going on right now in America with protests, police brutality, and injustices. I just want to say I hope everyone is doing well and handling everything to the best of your ability despite the circumstances. Remember to stay safe and protect your peace. Your minds and voices are very powerful, so use them wisely. Today's episode is about the ride or die complex, what a ride or die partner is and its effect on relationships. I'm pretty sure that most of you guys have heard of this term or are familiar with it in some way. Today we'll be talking about the factors associated with the term and how exactly this affects relationships. Let's get right into the episode. So first, we're going to start out with the ride or die phrase and giving you guys a little bit of information about what that is, just in case some people are unfamiliar with it. This is a phrase that's common in the black community. I'm not sure if it's common in other communities, but it usually has a positive connotation given a negative context. And this means that there are positive ideas or feelings associated with it. However, the situations that come with it tend to be more negative. It's a term that's related to relationships and loyalty, and it can be used for romantic relationships or friendships. Traditionally, it's used for romantic relationships, but on occasion you'll hear friends use it and maybe they'll refer to their best friends as like a ride or die friend or something like that. But in this episode, we will specifically be talking about ride or die romantic partners. And some of you guys may be wondering why it's called ride or die and what is the ride or die complex, which is great. I'm going to explain it. A ride or die is someone who is long term. It's someone who people expect to become their husband or their wife. Um, you'll always hear people say, oh, I need a ride or die husband. I need a ride or die girlfriend. Basically, that's someone who will be in it with you no matter what. A ride or die is someone who will ride with you no matter what. They'll support you through any and everything and always have your back. No questions asked. And the idea is that death, hence ride or die, or something incredibly extreme is the only thing that can come between you guys. And that it's the only thing that can force you guys apart. This idea has been popularized or fantasized to the point where I'm wondering what this really entails. A lot of times we can go along with the phrases without stopping to really think about them and question them. We don't question what they mean or what all they entail. People are just saying it, ride or die, ride or die. But I'm wondering, do we raise questions? Are there exceptions to this? To what extent can this be applied? And what qualifies someone to be a ride or die partner? Is every person worthy of having a ride or die partner? Mm, I think not. Um, a lot of times you will hear rappers say this, like, oh, they need a ride or die spouse, a ride or die girlfriend. But I'm wondering, are they ride or die partners themselves? And this leads me to talk about relationships. Nowadays, there's a persistent idea that the person you are with now is the person that you have to be with forever and the person that you have to end up marrying. And I'm specifically referring to people who are younger, maybe between the ages of like 16 to 23 or anything around that. I'm not talking about people that may be like 45 or 50. But basically, there's this idea 
that you should be with this person forever. Like you're definitely going to marry this person and that you're dating to marry right at this moment. Even if marriage won't happen until much, much later. Now, I'm not saying don't do this. Obviously, if you're in a relationship, you should probably be with someone that you see a future with or that you see something long term with. You shouldn't be wasting your time in any relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship or not. However, people exercise this idea and belief to the point where they cannot see their lives separate from their current partner at all. Basically, they can only imagine their lives with the person they're with now and everything in the future also involves the person they are with now. And I think that this mentality can be very toxic and dangerous. And this is because people can end up forcing themselves into situations when they have this mentality. They can end up forcing themselves into situations that should not be long term at all or situations that are not healthy. For example, people just end up trying to stay with people who should not be in relationships. Say, for instance, it's two people and they constantly are arguing and getting into it with each other. And one of the people is very insecure, very judgmental and has a lot of internal issues. And this results in a lot of their arguments. And the other person may tend to convince themselves that this is normal after a while because if they keep getting into these arguments and then, you know, they break up and then make up and this happens often, it will start to feel normal or as if it's not a big deal. And they'll keep doing this because the other person might be convincing themselves that they need to be in this relationship long term. Even if it's not explicit, they may not even realize that they're doing this. However, in doing that, they will definitely tend to look past the behavior of their partner and not really acknowledge it as being as serious as it is. And this is because of the fact that they are stuck on the idea that they should be with this person forever or that they need to stay with this person forever. If you only focus on this, then you will definitely miss important signs. You will stay in negative situations while trying to live up to this expectation of being with your partner forever even when it's not healthy. And in observing these type of dynamics, I have noticed a few things. They breed the continuation of toxic relationships, which often involve ownership or censoring your partner. And these are not signs that your relationship should be long-term. I know on social media, I always see posts of girls like, oh, you know, he's going to beat me up when he see me wearing these shorts or my boyfriend won't let me wear this or let me do this. He won't let me go to parties, stuff like that. And a lot of times people tend to think that that behavior is, I don't know, romantic or I don't know, something is appealing about that for some reason. And I'm not sure why, because I think it's very problematic. And it alludes to the idea that one person in the relationship is more superior to the other person or has more power in some way. And usually it's the guy in the relationship. And this is because if your boyfriend is saying what you can or can't wear or what you can or can't do, and the women are kind of listening to this, it's as if, you know, their boyfriend has some type of power or authority over them. And I don't know, that just doesn't sit right with me. But however, people who have these habits of censoring their partner, you know, their partner's clothes or actions or controlling their partner are oftentimes the people who want a ride or die partner or want someone that they can be with forever. But to these people, this may look like having someone they can control. 
And some things that I notice in these relationships is that cheating seems to be acceptable. It's like, oh, you know, he messed up, he cheated or he did this, but you know, it's fine. Things happen because, you know, I'm supposed to be a ride or die. Even when he messes up, always riding with him no matter what. And a lot of times, you know, let's say a guy goes to prison, it's kind of the expectation is that the woman that he's with still has to be a ride or die. Even if he continues to go to prison or continues to jeopardize himself in his relationship, the idea is that the women should always remain loyal regardless. And now I'm not talking about people who happen to mess up. Okay, let's say someone happens to go to jail or, you know, I don't know, maybe someone happens to cheat or happens to do anything. Things happen, guys. We're human. I understand that. But I'm specifically talking about people who consistently do certain things that are unacceptable and people who do these things with a blatant lack of respect and are consistent with these disrespectful behaviors. Those are the people who I'm referring to when I say they keep doing these things, but you know, their spouse, usually which is a woman, has to be like a ride or die, ride or die. And of course, the term ride or die can also apply to men, but in pop culture, the term usually refers to women. So that's why I'm also referring to women in this sense. And it also originated with male rappers referring as a ride or die chick. So that's why I'm using it in the same way. But with all this being said, can we take the idea of ride or die too far? Um, can this be mistaken for people staying in an unhealthy relationship? Can it be mistaken for staying in a abusive and manipulative and toxic relationship? I definitely think it can be and I've definitely seen it. This is something we need to call out and bring attention to. I've seen people and it's always, I'm saying people, but most of the time it's women guys. I've seen people sacrifice themselves and their own happiness for the sake of being a ride or die partner. And also, I'm wondering, are guys ride or die partners? Um, and if so, are they also susceptible to the same scrutiny women face while trying to live up to these standards, while trying to be ride or die partners? Traditionally, men have been the ones using this term and saying it. And I just hope that they're doing the same thing. I hope they're setting the same standards for themselves as they are for women who they claim should be ride or die partners, which we know a lot of times, unfortunately, does not happen. And it's just not the case. And this is considering it's a heterosexual relationship, which is a relationship between opposite sexes. Um, this is definitely a heteronorm. Um, I'm not sure if this also exists with other people and if it exists in their communities as well. I'm also not sure if it exists to the same extent. But regardless, if and when a relationship is no longer mutually beneficial, it should end. Please do not try to be a ride or die partner while sacrificing yourself. I'm telling you, you will only lose out in the end. A relationship should definitely end if both people in the relationship are not um, getting the same thing from it anymore. Even if one person is benefiting, if the other person isn't, it should definitely end. Both people should be getting something from it if it's going to be a long-lasting relationship. We definitely have to stop creating this fantasy and holding on to relationships just for the hell of it. This is detrimental and I've seen it happen over and over again. I'm not sure why, but um, with my generation and people my age, 
a lot of people are very obsessed with the idea of relationships and having a boyfriend or having a girlfriend. Um, and I think that adds to it because if you feel pressure from your community or people around you to say like, oh, girl, get a boyfriend or, you know, get a boyfriend, uh, get a um, girlfriend, then you will also be pressuring yourself to do this and to maintain having a girlfriend or boyfriend, even when you are benefiting from having a girlfriend or boyfriend. And a lot of times people who do this can end up staying with partners who are not the best for them just for the purpose of holding on to an idea or the title of being in a relationship more so than holding on to something that is authentic and genuine. And I mean, I get it. We definitely have to look at society and see how society as a whole um, definitely adds to this concept of having boyfriend and girlfriend and how we put a lot of value on being in a relationship. So if people see that that has value, then people will try to push themselves into that box, which can be a negative thing for everyone. And also in regards to this ride or die complex and ride or die narrative, I'm thinking about who invented this and who popularized this idea. And again, it originated from ride or die chick which took off in hip hop culture and it refers to a woman who is willing to support a man's risky behavior and lifestyle, even when it might harm her. This was created by men and men usually benefit from it. And unfortunately, this almost always means that women don't benefit from it. Women instead get the short end of the stick and will be at a disadvantage. Now, of course, the term ride or die does not always have to be a negative thing. Um, it can just refer to people being loyal to each other and be something positive, actually. And that's great, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking specifically about when two people are together and there's a very negative dynamic between them and one person is gaining more than the other person. And when people are in these situations, but however, still choose to stay because they're living up to the idea of being a ride or die, even if they don't realize it. It's not like people are like, oh yeah, well, I need to be a ride or die partner, so I'm just gonna you know, stick it out. Maybe they aren't consciously aware of that, but again, when you're constantly in these negative relationships and then you just break up and get right back together, you don't really see how your relationship is negative and you're not consciously aware of you and the fact that you're trying to mold yourself and push, these, push yourself into being in this negative relationship because you begin to not see it as something negative. It begins to feel normal and standard. But anyway, just make sure that you guys are riding with the right people and being loyal to people who are being loyal to you and who are treating you well and supporting you also. Please do not sacrifice your well-being or sacrifice yourself to be with anyone. And don't push a relationship or support and try to hold up a relationship that doesn't benefit you just for the sake of being in a relationship. Always be safe, always value yourself, and always love yourself. Let's not be a part of anything that doesn't benefit us or serve us. Thank you guys so much for another episode of Curious Conscious, where we spread knowledge and love one voice at a time. Definitely be, please comment down below and leave your thoughts. I will leave an email address down below if you guys want to write or send anything about this episode's discussion. Let me know what you think and let's add to the discussion. 
You guys can follow me on social media if you would like to. You can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Kia. That's K-I-N-G underscore K-I-A 11. At Twitter at K-I-N-G K-I-A 11. On Snapchat at NBAMKS989. And on Facebook at Curious Conscience. Thank you guys so much for listening.